Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One day in the pub, Seb and Verity were socializing with hilarity. They knew there and then that their options were vast. They bought some equipment and made a podcast. What do you think you are doing, you twits? It's cliched and obvious, you know. Seb Philpot. And my name is Verity Simmons, and this is Three in a Bar. Yeah. And it's episode <gasps> number 50. 50. We've hit the half century. Woohoo! Wow. That's pretty good, isn't it? It's really good. Do oh. you think we'd get there when we when we started with number one, Phil Donnelly? I <laughs> it seems like such a long time ago, doesn't it? And yeah. um and no, I mean, that was hard enough getting that first one out, wasn't it? Yeah. 50, blimey. Wow, pretty good. Mm. And a few bonus ones thrown in there too. That's true. So actually we're over. But... It's actually more like about 70, isn't it? <laughs> it feels like it, doesn't it? Hundreds. <laughs> well. <laughs> I feel like I should have a party popper or something. I have got a glass of wine in my hand. So that's a bit celebratory. Can you clink it against something? Yeah, I can. Hang on. Um, oh, here. Oh. Did you get that? Yeah. I've got a cup of tea. Let, let me just Go on, click that. This. Go on. It's like you conked out. <laughs> yeah, no, not I've not conked out. Full of energy, full yeah. of beans. Here's to another fifty more. Yeah, come on. And then maybe more <laughs> after that. Uh, yeah. Well, then fifty. Yeah, um, we've, we've got. Yeah, uh, a guess. A, a, we've got a guest. A really good one. Yeah, it's very yeah. exciting. And you might have noticed if you've already read on the the name of the episode, uh, it is. <gasps> Vinegar Strokes. It is. We have got episode 50 with the Queen. A Queen. Mm. Yeah, Vinegar Strokes. Came to fame in Drag Race UK season one, um, but was also in the original cast of Everybody's Talking About Jamie. That's right. Vinegar Strokes is the stage name and character of Daniel Jacob, the two sides of the one person. Well, what did we chat about so much, didn't we? Daniel Jacob... A joy, total joy, isn't he? Did we see Daniel Jacob or did we see Vinegar Strokes? I feel like we got glimpses of both. Do you think mm, we I discussed think so. uh, how he got into how he got into drag in the first place, how he became Vinegar, um, and yep. stand up doing it as himself, but then now doing it as Vinegar. Fact: She's a Halloween queen, isn't she? That's right. Born on Halloween. 
you'll find out all about that, how drag queens are born mm-hmm. and how he got the role in Everybody's Talking About Jamie. Oh, that's right. Yes. What's the part? Sandra Bollock. Sandra that's it, bollock, yes. I tell you what's important, though, which we must mention and which we yeah. were talking a lot about, especially at the beginning of the chat. Vinegar Strokes has got a new band called Vinegar Strokes and The Morning Afters, and they yeah. have their debut gig at the Clapham Grand on the 17th of June. And so we were talking to her about that. How exciting. Yeah, working mm. with a band for the first time. Yeah. Did we say it's called The Love Project? No, Did we didn't. I didn't. It's called The Love Project. That's right. <laughs> uh, so there are tracks released on the internet and videos and this gig. So head on down to the description below mm-hmm. um, or wherever in your pocket if you're listening to this, because <laughs> you are listening to this, obviously. And um, and yeah, click on the link and uh, buy a ticket to the show. Yeah. 17th of June, 2021. I think we're going to be there, aren't we, as well? Aren't we going to go we're along and do around, aren't Yeah, we? we are. Go and do some shady vlogging. Yeah, get amongst it. See what it's like to be uh, backstage at a gig again. Oh, can't wait. Um, yes. Hey, but listen... There was so yeah. much we chat about. Let's let them hear it, shall we? Yes, let's do it. Let's get into the chat. This is Vinegar Strokes. You've got a gig coming up, right? The- yeah, with my band. Yes, yes, so yes, yes. yes, yes. Um, are we recording now? Or yeah, we, we are. Sorry. Oh, fuck, awesome. <laughs> I'm like, just sticking up. Do, do I need to like, go into uh, plugging my... Yeah, what? so yeah. So we've got um, our first gig um, at, at the, the Clapham Grand, yeah. Yeah. June 17th. Yeah. So that's like our... I'm really excited for it because it's yeah. our first one. It's a so. launch, isn't it? It's like the big... Yeah. Yeah, yeah and we've been working on this... Um, with with the guys uh, since last year, so I got I got a random email from them saying hi. Um, we're, we're looking to put together a drag like band. We want a, a drag queen to kind of front, front this live band. Um, do do you know anyone who'd be interested? Because um, there was a contact between me and someone I worked with on, on, yeah. on, a, on, a, on a musical. Yeah. I literally wrote back and said, "There's no one else. It's just me." <laughs> literally, I was like, the, the, it's, "It's been like my dream since I like, started drag." Yes. Was like one of my like but bucket list things I wanted to do when. I first started was like, I would love to do drag with a live band in some oh, right. in some capacity. So it's all it's always been something I've tried to like pursue, but never really known anyone who could do it. I know obviously for like pay wise for 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 like people who play instruments and yeah. are musicians is massive. So I'm like I can't afford to pay anyone, so I might just like, like I'll, I'll leave it as like a pipe dream. But um yeah, they got in contact and I was like, there's there's no one else. It's just me. <laughs> no one else could do this. And obviously there's lots of other people who could do it. But I'm like no no I, I would. <laughs> take the job so yeah. um so me and the guys at twisted noise troop have been working on this um since like the summer of last oh, year cool. and um and yeah it's now kind of turned into an actual show it's turned yeah. into something which is going to be like real and people can come and watch and dance and sing along and yeah. stuff so i'm just really excited how was that first session when you went in to go and try out with the back so were they formed then when you went so they, they they kind of formed the band as they went along. So I think they they had contacts with the with the different musicians, yeah. um, and they kind of like just handpicked who was going to be yeah. part of the band. So nice. we've got uh, we've got five people. We've got um, we've got a, a, a keyboard, we've got trumpet, we've got guitar, bass, and um, drums. and drums as well. Yeah. Would, would be a good one to have as yeah. well. So <laughs> drums would help keep the pace. So yeah, so it's just really nice just to be like, wow, this is like a full on like band. Yeah. Like, I've always like dreamed of it in my head. Yeah. Um, 
and yeah it's just you know it's some fun covers that we're doing like and the, the arrangements of what they're coming up with are amazing like, oh, like they're, they're all kind of like synthy and really kind of like like 80s vibe and that kind of stuff which I, I absolutely love, love. so yeah. I think I think they kind of captured um, a vibe of what the band should be through the music and through the arrangements yeah. really well yeah. um, and it's just up to us to kind of or up to me and whatnot to think of like like kind of creatively as like a show how, yeah. how would that look how would that yeah. be because I think when, when you've got drag involved there is a great opportunity to kind of de- dive into kind of the cabaret side as well yeah. so you know attaching like stories and that kind of stuff to these songs kind of make them make sense so yeah it's great it's so exciting mm. yeah, so yeah cool. I'm really excited You've got your set list already. Got a set list. Yeah. There's like, I think there's like 19 songs oh, in the show, which wow. I'm like, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm used to doing like maybe four songs and <laughs> like four at most in like a little kind of gig somewhere in like a gay bar somewhere and going, <laughs> yes. okay, bye, I'm going home or going to get a gin or whatever. But this is like a full on like, wow, we're doing like a big, massive like concert in a way. Yes. So yeah, I feel, I feel a bit like Gaga, but you know, <laughs> on a, on a budget. <laughs> Have you got the headpiece? Um, I've not got a Britney mic. We're doing oh. a full on like handheld, but I should get a Britney mic. Yeah, when, when there's, when there's more money in it, we'll, we'll get a Britney <laughs> yeah. mic and we'll go. A bit more yeah. choreography. Yeah. And, and like a, a vocoder, all that kind yeah. of stuff. Oh yeah. yeah. Go, techniques. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah. the whole shebang. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. So, yeah, has the majority of your, your drag show been like, yeah, like three or four songs as part of a club night or something? Is that usually what you Yeah, what so usually um, the gigs I do, um, d- depending where they are and, and who, who we're doing it for, um, they range from either like, you know, 10 minutes to an hour, depending. Like, and it's just, it's just basically a bunch of songs with backing tracks, yeah. a bit of chat, a few, a few rude jokes and that kind of stuff. Um, lots of alcohol involved probably lots of gin and then you just kind of go yeah. from that so um so this kind of differs the show with the band differs because it is that very much it's a very much a live experience whereas like if you're doing like a random bar it's just like a backing track and yeah. bad sound and everyone's talking to each other <laughs> yeah. not really listening so yeah it's it's gonna be it's gonna be nice to kind of go back to the more kind of theater side which which i'm used yes, to obviously of so yeah, yeah it, it feels like i'm i'm blurring the two lines of like cabaret and theater and, and yeah. in that kind of way and obviously throwing wigs and makeup in there as well so magnificent yeah, yeah. sounds so good is there a bit of a plot is there any plot at all maybe yeah so the show <laughs> the show called The Love Project The Love Project um, yeah. yeah so I was like okay Love Project and the way the, the way the songs kind of sound and the way the vibe is I'm, I get very kind of like you know filmic with it kind of like a, like a film soundtrack kind of vibe yes. with it so my, my brain and I love film anyway so my, my brain kind of goes to like you know Quentin Tarantino and that kind yeah. of stuff yeah. so I want like a full on and I'm, I'm very ambitious as well with my like I'm like I want this I want that I want this to be there I'm like they're like there's no money oh, okay but can we just have this instead so um, I'm very much like I want like a Kill Bill kind of vibe but in like this kind of like wedding chapel nice. um, and the songs kind of talk about past lovers and, and I always say that Vinegar Strokes is a, is a total slag so she's she had many 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 husbands you know her, 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 her ring finger is literally like two, two metres long because it's just, there's just ring after ring after ring after ring. Do you get what I mean? So, so, um, so yeah. So for me, the songs definitely tackle like love and relationships, emotions, sex. Um, you know that kind of side, which I think can be quite fun to play at and yeah. fun to kind of play with an audience. I think everyone can relate to a certain song and a certain story um, that a song kind of tells. Absolutely. So yeah, yeah. That, that's kind of 
where the show's going. So there'll be definitely plots of me, you know, shagging yeah. the... Can, 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 can I say yeah. shag on here? Yeah. There'll be beats. Honestly, you, you totally can. We're saying shagging, yeah. okay. Oh, so it's fine. Yeah, so it's me like... like can say slag and we can say vinegar strokes, I think. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine. probably say shagging. Yeah, yeah fine. Yeah. So it's me making love to, to, like, yeah. to like all the band Multiple, and that kind of stuff yeah. and just kind of stories, yeah. kind of like fabricated stories just for fun and just Brilliant. for kind of like, you know, that theatrical... Thing essentially, yeah. yeah. Mm. Nice. And how's it going to work with the audience? Are they are they physically distanced or they are? Yes. Yeah. So um, it's still it's still in June. So I feel like the audience are still going to be kind of socially distanced yeah. and whatnot. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a very safe, very safe show. Yeah. yeah, that's a great first one to do, isn't it? To get a feel for it, mm. you know, it's quite nice. Good. Yeah. I think, yeah, like because what's the plan going forward from there? Have you got things oh God. with the band booked in, or are you like sort of? Yeah. yeah, I think, I mean, I, I remember it's still very much early days of, of what the plans are. I mean, yeah. I, I still very much am like getting emails from, from the guys saying, okay, we're doing this now. I'm like, okay, that sounds amazing. So we're definitely like recording lots of stuff, recording lots of our songs and making some videos. Uh, we, we just spent the last Sunday just gone shooting three videos in one day. Oh, right. Oh, so by the end of it, I was cool. like, I am exhausted. My, and my feet were like dead, being the hills all day. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, we, we've recorded um, Crazy in Love and Respect by Richard Franklin and yeah. Lady Marmalade as oh, well, wow. which I now like to call Lady Lard because I'm like <laughs> so much cake over over COVID. Lady Lard, I think, just works. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. It resonates with a lot of us, don't oh, it? Oh yeah, right? <laughs> Lady Lard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's gonna I'm be a new thing. You, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so we um, so we, we've done those, which is amazing. And our first song, which was the iconic Carly Minogue number, "Can't Get Out of My Head," yes. which is our first kind of video recording and, and I was a bit like okay I didn't realise we were doing all of this I just thought we were just doing like a few live gigs and that was that but they're turning into into this whole like you know thing like, like a, kind of like an interactive thing where you can yeah. kind of watch, watch videos and whatnot which I think is great so I mean I'm, I'm hoping for more shows I mean a record deal would be amazing wouldn't it yeah, like, come got, on. like an album would be amazing wouldn't <laughs> yes. it like that'd be so good so uh, at the moment I don't know what the plans are um, moving forward apart from just more shows yeah. and, some, and just just making this whole thing bigger and bigger as we go on. I so. love the promo yeah. I've been seeing with the neon faces. Yeah. Cover. It's so good. Yeah, it's, and it all ties together so nicely with like the, uh, the single covers and everything. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Sounding fab. I, I, I like, I think, I think we've they've definitely kind of branded this whole thing so well yeah. and, they've, and they've really kind of tried to, tried to find like the personality behind it as well. Yeah. And I think when you've got, as I said, drag and live music, I think there is a chance to explore that and just turn it into something really amazing. Yes. So, yeah, why not? Oh, that's really yeah. cool. Oh, but you can't wait to just to play to an audience again, right? Just get a bit of feedback oh, from people. And- yeah. I mean, I've done I've done a few gigs, like a few like outdoor gigs yeah. over the past couple of weeks, which has oh, been really? really good. Yeah, like in car parks and fields <laughs> <Yeah>. and <laughs> rand and like like t- the roofs of pubs and that kind of stuff. It's like, <laughs> yeah. what, what's going on? Um, and that's all great. Oh, and that's nice. something I'm really used to um, yeah, yeah. You know, with the whole kind of drag scene and whatnot. But something like this is so, it's not that it's new to me, but it's just very, it's, I say it's very refreshing and it's going to be something brand new, I think, for, for an audience to see as well. Because I think o- audience are used to seeing drag in kind of one space, which would be obviously bars and cabaret and that kind of stuff. But to see it as like a, as like a fully realised like, concert version of it Um, I just think it's so new especially now coming out of lockdown I think people are ready for something new and exciting so fingers crossed this will be the thing that people go oh my god I wasn't expecting this this is amazing so yeah I think that the drag scene is is kind of booming right at the moment like with with the popularity of RuPaul's Mm. drag race and 
Seasons is booming for sure. Is it second series just finished? Oh god, season one thousand. I can't. Yeah, second UK is that right? Second UK, thirteenth American. There's more cut. Like there's so many seasons this year. There's Spain's on the way. Australia's on the way. Canada. There's there's like there's just loads. Yeah, because obviously you were in the UK first series, but also you've been out and worked in the what now? Let me get this right. Canada and Holland. Is that right? Have you worked on those? So I didn't work on those. Oh. I did. Um, I wish I did. I wish I was uh, like, get, get me on a plane to Canada. It'd be great. <laughs> no, I was thinking that yeah. great. <laughs> it would be amazing, right? Um, no, so I did um, the actual re- recap shows for Canada oh, and I Holland. See. Yeah. Yes. So so I did I did the official shows for those with with, with Rad Presents. Um, yeah. And that was just me kind of just sitting in my, again, in my bedroom with a camera, <laughs> yeah. um, just kind of slagging off the Queen. <laughs> but in a fun way, you know, in, yeah, a, really, right. in a really fun way. Because I, I, lo- I loved watching both especially especially because obviously with Canada um you know being a Canadian version of it and you yeah. kind of go oh actually this is this is kind of same as 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 what everyone else does but it's very different it's got its own little quirks to it which I think is yeah. really fun and then when you go over to Holland it's completely different because obviously it's a different language you're trying to you're trying to cipher through but again there's still kind of things that are quite similar between all of the all of the drags and and whatnot so that was really fun to, yeah. to be working on because even between the US and the UK drag race uh, series mm. there's, there's quite a difference isn't there so the scene is obviously different wherever you go yeah. and what would you say like so between the UK and then Canada and Holland what are the main differences in the scenes oh gosh um I think I think when it comes to UK drag um you know we're definitely all very passionate about live performance yeah. and um you know a, a bulk of the queens that you see are actually a lot older I think a lot, a lot right. of my my like favorite queens in the UK are all much older queens who've been doing it for since, since the 80s you know yeah. um very much kind of about li- live performance live entertaining and I think a lot of our bigger queens who are you know out like you know Dame Edna and yeah. Lee Savage. Now I think yeah. we we kind of have like this hold of 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 drag being part of our culture, whether it's Panto, Shakespeare, all that kind of like drag's been a part of our culture for a very long time. Yeah. It's evolved into what it is now. Um, and I think with the American side, the definitely performance is there but I think definitely it's all about maybe the the craft and the art form especially like you know the pageants and that kind of stuff I think they they really focus on the art of it whereas we kind of focus mainly on on the performance side and entertainment but again that's all blurring now because you know there there are some some guys out there who are doing drag who just look absolutely stunning and they're from Essex or whatever so do you know what I mean so so I think I think it's all starting to blur and kind of you know melt together which is great Uh, but I do think with, with, with British drag we we really are passionate about performing and entertaining yeah. and putting bums on seats i would yeah. say for yeah, sure yeah absolutely there's more of a, like a circuit here like do you, do you see lots of the same people like, you, you oh just get god to know, yeah like, get to know the crowd and yeah that. it's funny because like because obviously the uk is is tight it's a it's a pin is a pin yeah. brick of a of a country compared to america where you've got so many different states and yeah. and again i suppose in america you've got so, so many different versions of drag in in all these different states whereas here um you can i suppose in london you do get like you you know your, your queens from South London, East London, North London, whatever, yeah. who are who are slightly different. But I I I literally will know every single person yeah. um, who I might who might meet, or I might know someone who knows them. So I think we're very much a close knit kind of community of drag right. queens in in the UK for sure, which is quite nice. Yeah. yeah. When you went into the show, then did you know all the other 
Or most of them. Yeah, the I knew yeah. majority. I knew I knew something wrong. I knew Cheryl. Um, I knew I knew I knew of Davina. Yeah, because uh, she she's done telly for a hundred years. So yeah. I was like, yeah, and I know, I know of you. Yeah. Um, everyone knows Bagger um, yeah. because she's always drunk somewhere. So we all know Bagger. <laughs> um, and I knew of the Vivian. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the younger ones I did I'd never heard of. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's so funny. And actually, on the second season, again, I knew pretty much half of the right. half of the queens. That. so you kind of it's funny you do know of people if you don't know them directly you you know them through, through like social media yeah. or through fans or through like um gigs or just rumors that they're you know they're, that they're a certain type of way so yeah yeah how did you get started into the drag world like is that a good place to, to sort of yeah like because there's lots of things you, you you've done like to talk about musical theater as well yeah. but but like, I think before that, were you doing drag before that? No. Um, so no. basically, um, I fell into drag um, by accident, really. Like, it wasn't something I was looking to do at all. Um, I started doing drag properly in 2015. Um, my first time in drag was Halloween, because obviously, like, it, it's either ha- Halloween or New Year's where, like, drag, drag queens are born. So, yeah, yeah. So it's like one, one or the other. So, I, oh, so yeah. I was born on Halloween, which is great. Um, and it purely because... Because I was, I had uh, finished drama school. Um, I went to Lippa, so I graduated there in 2009. Um, and I was kind of like doing the rounds of auditions and that kind of stuff. And I'd, I'd just done Joseph on tour for like ages and um, mm. a few like fringe jobs and whatnot. And I got to a point where I was like, oh, this is the bit where someone told me where you, where the auditions will dry up. And I was like, oh, this is it. So <laughs> I was auditioning for bits and pieces and they just kind of stopped coming. So I was like, okay. And I remember I spent a year while I was working in Harrods um, yeah. and I was like, I love being here at Harrods. Hated it. Couldn't stand it. I was like, I turned... Which department were you in? I was in the chill children's book department, which was nice. Yeah. Which was nice. But you know, you're like, I, I can't do retail anymore. Like, I, I can't, I just can't. Like, I literally turned into like a, a robot of, of myself. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I need to like get back on the stage and stuff. Because I knew that like, you know, you know, when, when, you, when you enjoy something that you enjoy doing and you know you're yeah. good at, you're like, okay, I need to find my way back onto it. So I started doing a uh, stand-up comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I was going to a lot of nights, I was like, "Hang on, I'm probably funnier than these people are. I can just yeah. do that. I'll just do it." So I was doing like the odd lot of five minute slots here and there, um, and then I did that for about four or five months, something like that. And um, and then it got to Halloween, and a friend of mine, um, who's actually the brother of Veronica Green from season two, so this, right. is, where, this is where the connections yes, all happen. Because exactly I've known I've, I've known Veronica for like ten years, so so we're like we're like best mates, yeah. which is great. So um, her brother, his brother whatever um was like um i owned a bar in farringdon and he was like look i'm doing like a, like a halloween night can you come and do some stand-up do some form i was like yeah sure um and he was like look it's like a witch night can you come as a as a witch i went absolutely not you must be joking there's no way that i'm coming as a witch and he said i'll give you 70 quid and my, my next words were what, what time do you need me <laughs> I literally was like, I'm getting paid. Oh my god! Because the, the, the picking up the broomstick. Yeah, I know. Like the the notion of getting paid for telling a few jokes to me was mind-boggling i was like yeah. yeah i'll do it i'll be there um i think i think i spent the whole wage on a costume and wigs and that kind of stuff like I, basically i worked for free but um i did the gig and i was like let's just see what happened and you know when you do something you're like oh i feel like there's a puzzle piece which is now slotted into this massive puzzle of life that i've been trying to figure out um and it and i was like oh maybe i could do this and i was what and i did see drag race before and that because like yeah. i think by that point um season two was on season three 
so long time ago, whatever. And I um, and I was like, oh, okay. So you can kind of do drag and do musical theatre and do comedy and give, okay, cool, this makes a lot of sense to me. So I was like, okay, let's just see what happens. And then the next year, March of uh, 2015, whatever it was, um, I was like, I'll just try and see if this can be something. I'll try it for maybe a year, see what happens. Because I'm, I'm very much a type of person that goes, I will just try something. And if it doesn't work, I'll stop. And it's fine. You know, it's, yeah. it's good to try stuff. Um, and then I tried it and I was like, okay, this is working. And then a ball started rolling and I was getting more work as an actor than yeah. I was out of drag, which was, which was crazy to me. So I was like, I'll just carry it on. And then here we are five, five or six. I can't, I've lost count now. I'm so old. I've just lost count of where we are, but like a, li- a little while later, this is where we are. Yes. <laughs> so it's kind of worked out really well, yeah. which has been great. Yeah. And did the character of Vinegar form? How long did it take for that character to form? And how did? When did you become Vinegar? I feel like I feel like I've always been her in some yeah. shape or form. It's funny because uh, I'm I'm a big believer in like just listening to like the stage directions of life, and I always think like sometimes you like you are you're going to be led to certain things that that you probably should be doing, should be trying. Um, and if you just go, okay, yes, I'll try it. No, just say yeah, yes to things within reason. Um, you can kind of like find things and kind of discover things about yourself that you weren't too, too, you know, aware of. Yeah. I remember pe- people saying to me, um, oh, you should play this, this character. And it was a woman or you, you should be that. I'm like, okay, weird, but sure, whatever. <laughs> so I always feel like a lot of the a lot of the, the, the character traits I've had were all kind of inspired by like films and EastEnders and, you know, Death Becomes Her and a- actresses and stuff. That p- yeah. People who I who I really enjoyed like watching um, as a kid and, and growing up, whatever, just because just I enjoyed the, their performances. Yeah. I feel like that's always kind of been ingrained. So out of that, putting a wig on some makeup, out of that comes this, this character that I feel like I've always had bubbling yeah. bubbling in there somewhere Absolutely. but it just need an outlet to kind of bring it out so yeah i think i think the character was, was there from the start yeah. as soon as as soon as, as soon as the wig went on i was like okay cool here she is great here she is <laughs> yeah. and um yeah. and she's just kind of evolved from there really i was just trying to find because i i read you quote um who you're saying that she basically is like tina turner meets lizzo meets cat slater yes i mean you could wish for a better that's excellent yeah I just, well i just think um that's kind of that's kind of what i mean T- tina turner is like a legend obviously yeah. yeah so you can't help but be inspired wherever you are you can't help but be inspired by someone like tina turner like, yeah. all that energy and the voice and the music and the and the story as well yeah. um cat slater is a legend yeah. you know I'm definitely na- yeah. and, and i'm now friends with, with, with jesse wallace clang, oh. clang. just, just oh, dropping yeah. that in there so was jealous um so, but um and she's just and i just think that that character and that kind of motif i think is just such an amazing um i don't know it's just an amazing part of like what a london like a woman from london especially east london yeah. is um especially your me- line when you came in on drag race oh yeah i stole that i was like that i'm definitely was- saying that <laughs> And like I said, like I think you know, for me, I'm very, I'm very inspired by working class women. You know, I I, I grew up with my mum, who was a working class woman, and I think there's just there's such power behind someone who's had to literally claw their way through life and had like everything kind of thrown at them, but they just kind of go, no, I'm still here, still, still, still working it, still doing it. Um, I just think there's something quite sexy rather than rather than someone who's like, oh, I'm, oh, I'm a, you know. 
Jermaine Greer. I don't know. Yeah. Just, just, <laughs> <laughs> don't know why she popped in. But yeah. just, 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 just someone who's glam doesn't. Yeah. I, I think there's glam with a bit of rough around it. It's a lot more sexual to me, yeah. and especially in drag as well, because you know you're you're essentially you're you're wearing a wig and you're supposed to be doing comedy and whatnot. So why not why not draw from stuff that really inspires you? Yeah. And that, that for me was just the way. And Lizzo is just great. Oh, I just I just think amazing. she's great. Yeah, I just think I just think um, she's definitely someone. Who is just so right for now, especially for like um, kid kids out there who might who might look different um, in, in like a, a different body shape or yeah. skin color or whatever. You know, I just think there's there's she really um, she really just shows off you, you can be sexy and be relevant, whatever size you are, whatever height you are, whatever yeah. color you are. Do you know what I mean? Hundred so, percent. Yeah, yeah. she's great and promoting just like loving yourself. Yeah, That's a good message, isn't it? Yeah, and I think yeah. you know that, that kind of self love and loving yourself is such a is such an important message right now, especially. Yeah. especially for like young people who are kind of go, going through COVID and lockdown and being isolated from friends and kind of missing out on that kind of a year sure sounds like a short amount of time but if you're like say you know 15 16 14 yeah. whatever it's, so like, it's such a, it's such an important time of your life to kind of find who you are and find out your friends and find out what the, the kind of people you want to be around and stuff so yeah I think having that kind of positive hashtag of you know love yourself and yeah. self-love I think is really important yeah. Sure. Yeah. That wasn't really a phrase people ever said, was it? Love yourself. Like, no, ne- no never, never. Until in the last couple of years, people started really saying that. Yeah. Lot, well, I think I think yeah. it's because a lot of a lot of other conversations are coming, like like, like with mental health and that kind of stuff. I think yeah. once once you kind of bring out those, those conversations, actually, it has to start with loving yourself before you can, you know, yeah. before you can go and you know love other people. I suppose, which is now a report quote. But is, yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean? But it's <laughs> yeah. true. It's true. Yeah. I, I really think that you know that it comes out of something else and I think that kind of thing which is so important so positive has to come from that kind of a a conversation which can be quite negative and quite you know daunting to go into you know so when you were sort of that kind of age, 15, 16, were, were you aware of, sort of the drag scene or that that kind of world? Or were you, did you have anything when you looked up to like, or they're amazing performers or I guess you wanted to go into acting? Yeah. Is that what you wanted to do at that time? Um, oh God, for me, like I, I was never aware of of the kind of scene of like, you know, of right. the gay scene or the or the drag scene, no, never yeah. of that. But I was just really aware of just like, you know, really great actors and actresses and yeah. singers and performers. Yeah. I was I was always just looking at lots of different films. Like I said, um, I love I love film. I love Quentin Tarantino. I love storytelling. So for me, I, I was always drawn to like this kind of films where they had a bit of a nod to something a bit a bit unhinged. Mm. Um, yeah. You know, John, John Waters' film, absolutely adore. Um, oh, you know, yeah. Death, Death Becomes Her, and um, you know, even stuff like like Sex and the City and Death, yeah. De- De- Desperate Housewives. Just really yeah. kind of strong actresses. I really was drawn to, um, and I think that's really helped me craft a career in drag because obviously you are kind of em- emulating those, those types of women and those types of those types of tropes of of you know women who have a bit of a like an like a challenge or, or like an or an unhinged kind of yeah. qu- quality about them which I think is quite interesting you know so it's kind of like it's funny but with like a sort of slightly dark edge to it sometimes yeah. or like like an undercurrent so yeah um one show one, one show that springs to mind is um i don't know if you ever saw it it's a very kind of niche show but it's dawn french's murder most horrid oh yeah oh, do you remember yeah. this yes. so for me that kind of springboards you know if you look at that you then go oh okay so then we've got league of gentlemen and yeah. little britain and it, it, inside number nine like yeah. all these kind of shows i think springboard from like, shows like that when you've got these different characters 
who again are a bit unhinged and a bit and I have like I have this weird kind of storyline that, that happened just like a one, one off episode and for me that really that kind of comedy and that kind of writing really like really kind of turns me on in a yeah, way yeah. Um, so yeah so for me it, it wasn't a case of finding drag as like in the scene it was more actually finding drag and character and that type that type of comedy and and, and style performance through 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 television yeah through like yeah. good old 90s television so yeah. yeah i forgot about that show no one mentions I that anymore it. It, it was so com- good it's, it's really good. so good yeah. and no one knows about it and, and actually yeah. i think i actually think it's, it's dawn french's best work yeah um so yeah so Dawn, bring it back if you're listening. Please yeah. bring it back. <laughs> That's right. When you started doing the stand-up, were you doing that in a, as a character? Were you doing it just like observational stuff as yourself? Or? Yeah. So for me, it was it was definitely a thing of like, I was just trying different things yeah. each time. Yeah. So I think I started off by, I was like, okay, which which comics do I like? So I was like, okay, I'll be like a R- Ricky Gervais kind of thing. That didn't work. Um, <laughs> then I'll try like a, like a, like a, like a, a Whoopi Goldberg kind of thing. That kind of worked. Um, Jeannie Ashray, that kind of worked. Joan Rivers that sort of worked in a way so yeah. I don't know I, I, have, I have a lot of di- again I think even just away from actors comedians I love f- female comedians I mean Joan yeah. jo- jo Rivers to me is oh, like I love Joan Rivers legend oh, legend God, she's amazing, yeah. Wasn't she? Yeah, yeah so for me I was like okay if I can emulate that kind of insult comic kind of thing <laughs> let's see how that works that kind of worked in a way um, but I think for me it was more about finding what my, my kind of personality can do on the stage in that in that kind of yeah. form of performance. Um, so it took a little bit of time to find it, but I think I kind of like merged everything I liked mm. and then was like, okay, how would I say it? This is how I would say it. And it kind of worked. So yeah, yeah it was very, very trial and error. It's, I think it still is trial and error. Like I'm still, I'm still <laughs> doing more errors than, than trials, <laughs> yeah. you know? Um, but I think that's, that's the beauty of like when you are a creative person is that actually you are allowing yourself to try things and if it works, amazing. If not, okay, just just throw it away, and yeah. you know, and you kind of find your way through there, really. So, and like, um, comedy audiences are notoriously like, well, terrifying. Aren't yes. They? How did you find it? I always went went to the nice places. Well so, <laughs> so there, there was a couple of places that I discovered. I did I did a lot of different like five minute slots here and there. I always found, I found like maybe two or three where the audiences came and they were really nice. Oh, good. So, was that, that? That, yeah. What, oh just, God. Just so one one was one was in um, Islington. One was yeah. in like West London somewhere. And then the one was somewhere like this was, this was a, few, a while ago. My brain yeah. is like, what? but, um, <laughs> but yeah, I was into those ones. Cause I always felt like, okay, there's no point going to ones where it's, where it's just like comedians watching you because, because comedians do not laugh. They, they watch and they'll just go, Mm, mm, because they're already thinking of, of their own set and when they're yeah. going to they, they don't laugh so um I, I always made sure i went to the ones that were busy and went to the ones that were there where people would actually be really receptive and would want you to do really well which i think was like me kind of like wrap, wrap, wrap myself up in cotton wool with a sort of way <laughs> but um yeah i know the, the main thing i think is just put i kind of just put myself out there yeah. um as opposed to kind of just going i want to do it but i won't go anywhere you just, yeah. just gotta yeah, do yeah. it until it happens you know because yeah. in the day like if, if you're the worst person there's gonna be someone else who's even worse than you yeah. are <laughs> and if you are the worst person that night people will forget so <laughs> yeah. you know that's what i was thinking anyway so we want to talk to you about jamie of mm. course so you're 
You were in the original West End Ori- cast. Original or? West End cast, yeah. Did you start up in Sheffield with it or did you... No, did you- no. So I actually wanted to um, see the show in Sheffield, but I was like, oh, I'm not going to Sheffield. I can't bother. Yeah. So I, I didn't bother going. <laughs> um, and then, and then uh, at the time, I just left left my agent. So I was agentless. I was I was going out to concentrate on drag and that kind of stuff. I was, I was just doing drag and that's all I'm doing. Nothing else. No, no, no more musical theatre. A friend of mine, my friend Carly, who's, who's an agent, down in Guildford um, she would randomly just send me like random briefs now and again um, if it said black she'll be like have a, have a read of this I'm like okay fine I'll read it um, and I, I saw the brief I went oh my god I remember this show I remember this show being up in Sheffield um, and I literally read the brief and the brief basically said um, black drag queen working class I went well this is what I do this is legitimately what I'm doing so I I was like okay well this is my job I, I just literally said to myself well, this is obviously my job. They just need me to turn up just, just to go, oh, yeah, sure, great, good job. That's, that's, all, that's all I need <laughs> yeah. to do. So, um, and at the time, I was also working up in Edinburgh. I was doing lots of stuff at the time as well, which was great. So, so I wasn't desperate for the job, yeah. which, which I think is a great place to be in mentally. Yeah. So I think when you're desperate, they're, they're like, oh, what's that smell? <laughs> Smells like desperation, doesn't it? Yeah. So, so I was like, I so went. I was like, well, I've got obviously, I've got the job already. You, you, you it's just a formality, isn't it? So, went in for the audition. Um, went in full drag for it. I got, I got changed in in the toilet of the theatre. Yeah. At the where was it? The Garrick Theatre, I think it was. Yeah. Right. yeah. Got changed in the toilet. I got changed into a massive leopard print Spanish themed ball gown, which was hideous. But wow. was very impressive. Yeah. Um, I think it was the one dress I had, which, which wasn't like covered in like you know gin and one half. <laughs> actually, was actually quite clean and quite nice. Um, I had like a like an eighties crimped wig. Didn't go with the dress at all. Um, like it was it was a mess, but it was great. Went in. I had a fan tucked tucked in me boobs and this kind of stuff. I sung I sung Tina Turner, Steamy Windows. Um, but by piano, I sung a professional chorus. I did like um like a little chunk of text and they said okay thank you and I went oh maybe I've blown that have I blown that I don't know and um, and literally the next day I'm on the train and I get an email uh, um, the job's yours <gasps> I went and I went Wow! And I screamed <laughs> on the train. And obviously, if you're if you're if you're making noise on the train, people are very, people are very upset, aren't they? So very upset. So uh, everyone looked at me and I went, "I'm so sorry. I'm on the West End." And everyone was like, "Oh, shut up!" But, but, but I was very happy. So yeah. So yeah. So I'm glad that I just was like I had the mindset of this is my job. Yeah. Isn't it? This is my job. Yeah, so yeah, because you could just totally relax into it. That's yeah, so and have fun as well. Yeah. That's the thing with auditions. Like, if you're not having fun in the audition, you're probably not going to show your best, no. the best version of yourself. Do you know what I mean? And, oh, and, and what you can really do. So yeah, yeah. 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 And how long were you there for? Two years. Wow. Two years. I always knew that I wanted to do two years. Yeah. And then obviously, Drag Race happened, and we filmed that in March 2019. Um, and I didn't want to leave Jamie so quick because even though we we filmed in March and the show was out in October. Right. Um, I I got I was asked if I wanted to stay because um, they said, "Oh, we, you, you can leave in September." And I was like, "Is this the right thing to do?" But you know, when you're like, "I'm not finished with the part. Yeah, I'm not finished yeah. with the show yet." So I stayed, and it was a very busy like it was very busy 2019 like obviously doing dra- drag race promo and then doing a show as well so it was very hectic but i'm glad i stayed for those, yeah, those yeah. two years for sure for sure well i've done the show with you i'm sure because i, I dep on that show sometimes. yes yeah uh 
Uh, but you probably can't see because I'm I play the trumpet. So and you're, I'm like, and you're up on the um, I'm up the top. Yeah, up the top in the flats. You can't really, depending on the what the scenery is doing. Mm. It's blocked off, or the screen comes down, and that. yeah, and it's just it's just like a silhouette of these like yeah. <laughs> instruments. <laughs> and like, <laughs> Emma Bassett on trombone. She, yes. she gets us to dance along. Like she, she makes sure like whoever Depp loves yeah. Emma. In. Yeah, she's great. Uh, so um, oh. don't we dance along? There's there's moves. Yeah, good. Uh, and all that kind of thing. <laughs> but, um, well, it's a great part. Like I mean, you get get loads to do, right? Yeah, Some funny I mean, lines and yeah, it's a really good part. I mean, I think the, the, the drag queens were definitely um, created really well for the, for the show. They're, they're in it just enough, um, yeah. but not too much to be like this is now our show. Um, yeah. yeah, but you know they they, they serve their purpose um, and they really kind of support the the, the drag scene, especially with um, Loco Chanel and really kind of supporting and lifting that role up because I think that's that's yeah. where that's where it needs to be lifted. So I think um, the part had its had its purpose and it was yeah. it was just so good to play. And obviously as a first like for me like a first West End job, which which for me I've been I've been working towards or dreamed of getting yeah. on the West End for ten years since since graduating Lipper. I was like I just want to do the West End and always getting knocked back after knock back and you kind of go maybe maybe it won't happen and then to end up in a show like Jamie yeah. um was great because I think when you when you connect with a show from, from on a personal level which I did anyway mm. um even like drag drag aside just being you know a young kid try, trying to find themselves and trying to find that confidence um through being a bit different um I definitely related to it so for me the show is so much so much more special to me than just being like a first West End job it's got yeah. that it's got the, the story and the songs as well and the, and the and the types of characters in there which are which actually are the types of people who I grew up with as well oh, so really? so yeah right. so so for me it, it was it was a whole like there was so many layers to it uh, than just being oh I'm, I'm in this great job you know it, it was a great kind of family and great story to be part of so yeah you were saying about the, the whole thing about doing, you know, four numbers and that when you were doing a, like a, a drag show. Mm. So the thing of having, I guess it was eight shows a week, mm. was that exhausting? How did you keep yourself sort of fit vocally? Oh, God. Well, first of all, like, because I did um, jo- Joseph on tour and, oh, okay. it, and it was 12 shows a week. Whoa. So I always said, whatever I do after this will be a piece of piss, essentially. Yeah, like, it would just be so easy because, like, when, when you're doing, like, three shows, shows every Saturday I'm like oh, oh three shows on a Saturday, on a Saturday. although saying that wow. I've just I've just um, got Panto in Seven Oaks now oh, and, um, and, I, and, I, and I just sort of sort of scheduled but before I before I um, after I signed it I was like oh I didn't realise that, that the, the week of Christmas is three shows a day starting at 11 so I'm like Ugh. but oh it's gonna God. be it's Blimey. gonna be fine though yeah. you're just like okay this is this is the one what's the Panto by the way um, Treasure Island right. I'm playing I'm playing the Magical Mermaids I'm playing the Evil One and and the nice ones. So, I did two roles as well. Two so. roles once. I don't know how they're going to do this with some projections and stuff. I'm not sure how they're going to do it, but we'll see. But, um, but yeah, so so for me, doing doing that kind of schedule of, of eight shows a week, I loved it. I was like, yeah. great. I have yeah. a schedule now. I have, yeah. you know, I have, I have my days free. I, I go, go do this at night. Um, keeping fit, you've just got to go to the gym, I suppose. I haven't yeah, done like, in a long time. is it? Do you have any kind of routines or? Well, I was quite lucky because my vocal track was the bass line and there wasn't much of it. So I was like, <laughs> well, I'm not singing that much. If I am, it's like, oh, okay, I'm done here. So so I was like, I, pr- I think I could go out. And I, I felt, so you also were smoking 20 a day and then like, oh, more. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> not not smoking, but definitely drinking um, more than I thought because cause it's, it's that kind of like Western, 
Western lifestyle. Well, we've just been paid weekly and yeah. we're, yeah. we're, we're, we're going to the nice posh bars and this kind yes. of stuff. So it's that kind of lifestyle. But, you know, you, you got to do it if you're, when, Quite right. when you're there. Do you know what I mean? But I, yeah. I just kind of was like, okay, lots of water, slept a lot as well. Just kind of the general things. If you are going to go out on a night out beforehand, just don't, um, just don't, don't call in sick and don't um, go over the top. So, yeah. But luckily, as, as, as a bass singer for the show, I was like, this is fine. This is fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, Phil Nickel was was doing Loco Chanel. Oh yes, he's, I mean he's an incredible comedian. I've seen him do comedy in that, and, right, and I, I believe like he'd never done any, any sort of drag before. He auditioned for it, and he he never done drag before. And we knew when when he came yeah. in the hills, we was like, "Is that how you're walking, Phil? <laughs> Let's teach you how to walk so properly." Because you were like, obviously aspiring to, like to be a comedian at one point, mm. and, and he he's coming in as a seasoned com- seasoned comedian, but you're actually much more experienced in the world of drag so mm. did you have some pointers to give him and or, yeah or, or just th- some encouragement or just yeah a- i mean i mean we, we were all very encouraging we were like come on yeah, you can yeah. do it phil and phil was great i mean this, this the great thing about phil was that he really um embraced the character he embraced his camp side as well and i was like phil are you sure you're not gay no no i'm not gay but um i i'm just very calm i was like yeah okay that's fine <laughs> um but no but, um and we definitely like helped him out with like how to walk and just and i think actually it's just it's so much more than just how to walk it's how to kind of flourish mm. with 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 what you're wearing like if you've got a massive like dress on and stuff which you can kind of like swoop round you want to use that and I think um, I think any actor knows that whatever costume you put on will kind of inform the way you're going to move so I think Phil re- really got into the into the kind of flourish of being a being a drag queen and just being mm. this kind of exploring his feminine side I mean we had some actors in who literally were like you know builders walking around so it was like so Phil so Phil was like a swan compared to some of them do you know what I mean and I don't know if this is related Shane Ritchie that, how, was, how was that working with Shane Ritchie no Shane Shane was hilarious Shane I was to say we can cut this bit yeah. Shane was so funny because I because I, obviously I know Shane Ritchie from I mean I, I know Shane Ritchie from Greece days yeah, I yeah. saw him in Greece when I was a very small child yeah I saw him in Greece yeah like, yeah tour, I, I think. think I did too yeah actually, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, what, and what a legend like I know and, and, and the Daz adverts as well do you remember yeah. those do you remember the show he used to have as well he had a Saturday night show did he did he yeah he did I think it was I think it was the Shane Ritchie show Legend. I just think it was hilarious. And, yeah. and, and married to Cats later. So. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So I was like, oh my God, it's Alfie Moon. This is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but Shane came in. Um, he didn't give us Builder, but he did give us a very strong, handsome woman. That's what I will say. He was, was a handsome woman. But um, but again, like what I loved was, because we, we had a lot of, I don't know how like common this is, like when a musical's on that, they, they read, they keep having a cast change every like three months. I think oh, we were right. the first show to have like a different loco every three months or whatever. But um, what I loved with Shane was that, you know, you don't expect him to embrace that side because, because, because you know him as like, you know, as Shane Ritchie, the, the kind of star of entertainment and also Alfie Moon. And he came in and he, he put his dress on his wig and he looked, he looked great. Like he looked so far and just, you could tell that he was also really enjoying that as well. Yeah. And I really like when an actor would come in and, and put the drag on, especially when they're like a proper straight guy. Um, and you're like, oh, but you're actually loving this, actually, yeah. aren't you? You're actually <laughs> loving loving the shoes. Even though you might look hilarious walking in it, but actually you're loving doing this. And I think that's the main thing with, with that part is that you just got to love being, oh, yeah. being loco and being in drag and, you know, doing all that. 
Yeah. And of course, Michelle Visage was on the show. Oh, yes. How was it working with her? I mean, so I'm I'm a big fan of Michelle Me anyway. Too. Big fan of Michelle. <laughs> you know, you know. I think um, actually um, one one of, one of the big reasons why I didn't watch Drag Race because of her. I just loved watching her. I think she was great. Yeah. Um, so working with her, I, that's the first time I've been very kind of starstruck. Yeah. I've been starstruck maybe twice in my life, and that was her and and, uh, and Victor Meldrew from um, <laughs> from One Foot in the Grave. Of all people, babe. Let me tell you, I was in I was in Richard a, Wilson. Is that yeah, right? Richard yeah, Wilson. Yeah, yeah. That was it. I was in. Where was I? Was it was it Lakeside or somewhere years ago? <laughs> and I saw Victor Meldrew, Richard Wilson in there, and I legitimately went, I don't believe it. I really said it out loud, and not and not because I was trying to be like, ah, oh, ha, ha, this this you're saying. I genuinely could not believe it. So I went, I don't believe it. And he and he heard me, and he was like, hello, and I was like, hello. And so yeah, that was like a big startup moment for me. And I've met like a lot of people, but you know, you're like. I think because it's just very strange. I met um, Sue, Sue Pollard in Dubai once. I went, "Why is Sue Pollard in Dubai?" <laughs> and I'm really, and I'm really obvious as well. Like if I see like like a just, and I prefer like random celebs as opposed to like if, yeah. if, if, if I met like I don't know. I don't know who's really famous. Angelina Jolie. I'll be like, yeah. hi, Angelina yeah. Jolie, whatever. Yeah. But yeah. when it's a random person <laughs> in a random place, yeah. I think I go a bit I go a bit crazy. But anyway, um, so, I've, I've seen Sue Pollard in the supermarket. Like she looks incredible. Oh, she always wears yeah, like amazing clothes. Oh, yeah. Earrings, Little brilliant. tiny lady with amazing glasses. Yeah, yeah she looks great. I it's saw really her. Um, yeah, I was waiting for my brother outside a the theatre and I saw her having a photo shoot on the other side. She looked like she was having a ball. Oh, Oh, she's great. Oh, Heidi, hi. She she's great. great. She's shame. great. So working with Michelle was just amazing because um because I was like, oh my god, I'm a, I'm like a genuine fan of this person. And she came in, and what was nice was you got to know Michelle and not Michelle Visage off the telly. Right. Do you yeah. get what I mean? Yeah, totally. because um, I think a lot of people were like, oh, your 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 drag, your makeup, people were like literally ribbing up ribbing the drag queens going, Well, you, your makeup's not gonna look great, is it? You need to fix that. And I was like, oh my god, maybe we do. Um and I remember like, oh, like she she came in to watch the show once and me and um, Alex, one of the other drag queens, we were like, let's put nails on for this last scene because she might look for nails. So we, were, we put on put on nails for no reason apart from Michelle Visage and um, it was the most uncomfortable like <laughs> 10 minutes and especially having to peel them off afterwards. I was like, what was the point of that? But um, <laughs> but you live and learn, you live and yeah. learn. I see you were working at the Danish, now hang on. I was going to say National Ballet, but no, Danish Opera, sorry. It was National Ballet. Um, I'm, <laughs> right, I'm yeah. getting my leg, I'm literally sh- shouldering my leg right now. Yeah, yes. yes. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, just going to pop it off. Show us a part de deux. Yeah. part de deux, yep, yep. I'm sorry, the opera. Yeah. Um, it's not been actually been announced just oh, yet. So can, do we, can we not talk about that? Um, we can do a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. So um, I'm working out in Copenhagen over the summer. Right. Um, I'm just in, re- in the rehearsal process at the moment. I'm going yeah. back out there in two weeks' time um, for what like a for great like a mu- place to be. Oh my god, I'm so oh. I'm so excited. Even just to get on a plane and go somewhere is exciting to me. So I'm yeah. like, great, I can get out of London. Um, but yeah, I'm working with the Royal Danish Opera on something yeah. uh, for okay. World Pride because they're, they're hosting World Pride um, in Copenhagen, um, and it's a lovely show. I can't say any more about it, no. but it's but um, oh. it's very exciting, and it's and again, it's something completely different for me. Like I'm literally singing in Italian and I'm like how is this even a thing um so yeah how are you it, finding it 
Um, daunting. Yeah. It's, it's daunting in terms of only certain parts. Um, and I knew I knew it was going to be because the, the, the director was like, I'm going to make sure I push you. And I'm like, okay, great. Let's do it. Um, which I'm really excited for. And, you know, I'm very much like, I love to be pushed and, um, and try different things. And as I said, you know, I like to be challenged with things. Um, but yeah, it's very different. Very like not something I was expecting I would ever, ever be doing but I was like you know when, when these things come your way you gotta do it you gotta do it right. yeah and um and the cast oh like I'm working how many people in the cast is there seven of us so there's six other singers in there who are like exquisite like oh. like like literally I'm listening to them sing I'm like and this is like this is like opera like in your face as well yeah. like I've seen I've seen opera from afar from like you know the the the, the gods of like you know the, the opera house in, in Covent yeah. Garden and I'm like this is gorgeous but when you actually watch it in, in the rehearsal process you're like oh my god this oh. is insane so it's so yeah so you've been in with the orchestra yet not yet no oh. I think I think that will happen in the summer because we're still working on songs and that kind of stuff but it's um it's a full like it's a full orchestra yeah. and the theatre that we're in is like which which one is it is it the big the new one or is it like the old we the old are opera so, so so we're rehearsing in the new one the, yeah on, on the water on the water yeah, but we're yeah. in we're in the old one oh, um and I, I, I played there yeah oh really yeah. oh I, I prefer it I'm, I'm, I'm actually really happy that we're in the old one yeah, um yeah. just because it's I just think old theatres are just gorgeous, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm very, very excited. Daunted still, yeah. but I'm very excited. And, like, yeah, it's just it's just, it's just, just a privilege that someone said, we want you to come and do this. And I'm like, are you sure? Yeah. Like, I, I, I even said to him when, when they offered me the job, I was like, you do know that I don't sing opera. Are you sure you want this? Yeah, we, we love you. You're great. Okay, cool. <laughs> That's so great. I'll though. be yeah, there. Just be yourself. I, yeah, I am enjoying, like, the fact that work is just kind of just coming my way yeah. Without, yeah. without having to stress about auditions and that kind of stuff. Because I think as I said earlier about auditions, like I, I think I hate auditions. I think I just, <laughs> I get to the point I'm like, yeah. oh, it, I, I'm not enjoying this audition. I hate it. So it's nice people just go, here's a job. I'm like, okay, cool. And it's a fun one. It's really good. So yeah. It sounds really exciting. Yeah, I'm How's really your excited. Italian coming up? Uh, Sapresa, um badly. Distante. <laughs> 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 basically i've been taught it like phonetically so yeah. i don't know what it means yeah i have to do my, my research to see what it means so i've literally learned it like literally um how i'm saying all the vowels and stuff so yeah yeah but it's it's, it's coming along nicely of course Apo- yeah. i'm gonna apologize to any italians right now who might offend with my gorgeous pronunciations it's quite nice to be like oh i have to get on the plane to go somewhere yeah. oh. i can't wait to be in an airport oh i can't wait to yes. have an airport breakfast probably oh, yes. accompanied by i don't know glass of wine i imagine yeah wine wine at 5 a.m though the it's like place just- <laughs> yeah the only place it ever happens isn't it yeah. that you will have a drink at an airport yeah some unholy a, beer, hour. a beer and a fry up it's like yeah. okay cool, we're doing it we're <laughs> yeah, doing it exactly i remember having a nando's once at four in the morning <laughs> And, and a beer, might have a whiskey too. Wow, just Ooh. so stupid. But, why, just like, but why is it so acceptable though? Why, 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 why just that? Because like it's, it's, it's not like time has stopped. Like I'm still in Heathrow, but time's just stopped now. So I can. <laughs> so I know I, I know it's four a.m. and the kids are around, but I'm gonna get pissed right now. Like why is it, why why is that allowed? I don't know. It's so bizarre. Isn't <laughs> I know, right? Just wreck your next day. As yeah. Well. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, they always say you know maybe hydrate while you're on an airplane because oh, yeah. because otherwise hydrate with whiskey. Like, two 
whiskers <laughs> and watch like the Muppets yeah. on, on the on the TV or something, and just have a complete write off. I remember um, watching Down with Love and crying. Because <laughs> I'd been a little drink first. And it was, <laughs> there's no need to cry in that film. Oh, yeah, I always cry on the on a plane. Watching <laughs> are you are you a plane crier? Yeah, oh um, yeah, I remember watching Inside. Inside Out, the Pixar film. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I can understand that. that, yeah. And I watched it again about a month later at home just to check. I think right. I still cried a bit, but not quite as much. Really sobbing on a plane. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I think, I think it's, it's, it's the long haul flights which get yeah, you. Yeah, Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like and the, the short ones. Like, and space. the whiskey, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is, but uh, love it. Yeah. I've, had not, I've not had a cry for a while. Oh, haven't you? You cried recently. Um, most days. No, <laughs> no, I watched a film. Oh, what was it? Oh, no, I saw Paddington 2 again quite recently. Oh. That bit at the end, have you seen it? I haven't seen it. incredible. In fact, I read today yeah. that, it, that Paddington 2 has just overtaken Citizen Kane as the best film on Rotten Tomatoes. Really? Yeah. It is so good. Is it good? It, is, it yeah. really is. Really? Hugh Grant yes. is magnificent oh, in that Hugh film. Grant. There's some um, good musical theatre moments in it. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to spoil it for you, but uh, there's some some good stuff. It's a great film. Do I need to watch Paddington 1 to enjoy Paddington 2? I don't think it's too informed by one. It's no, okay. I don't think, I think it's, it's right. a standalone Cause some, piece. Because sometimes you've got to watch the first one to, to <laughs> yeah. enjoy the movie. No, I think you're okay. Always you worth, worth watching it, but, but you can go straight in with two. Okay, so. right. And it's the last bit. I tell you, I challenge oh you not to cry at the end. And it's really funny because we went to the cinema to see it, first of all. Yeah kids kind of woke up I woke up stood up like not bothered and then the lights came up and you can see all the parents like oh wow oh my god, oh my god. god. okay right so if, you, if you can get some altitude at the same time yes maybe go up to the top top floor of your house and, yes and okay yep sure well, up I a can tree, do that up a tree just just heighten the experience <laughs> up a tree to, <laughs> to watch it on my iPad yeah. <laughs> oh, isn't that finicky strokes in a tree hello just <laughs> <laughs> watching Paddington 2 <laughs> going back to the Clapham Grand oh Clapham Grand back full circle to June the 17th get your tickets June, yeah June 17th <laughs> <laughs> they, they were like plug 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 and what's they're like make sure you plug it I'm like I will plug it don't worry <laughs> oh yeah we forgot to talk about it sorry guys yeah sorry guys <laughs> Uh, so, <laughs> going to Paddington too, and it just—it's now Paddington podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's the favourite thing you're going to be singing? What's the one you're really looking forward oh to? Oh my gosh! Um, oh, there's Joe. You know what? There's so many songs in there which I'm like I'm in love with. Yeah. Um, I think my favourite one could be Whitney Houston's "It's Not Right, But It's Okay." Yeah, which is end. hilarious because when they sent me, I was like, I can't sing this. <laughs> I, I gave him the key and I, and I said, well, guys, just so you know, this is probably going to be a massive fail. We did a rehearsal and I was like, oh, this sounds amazing. Like, there's a big like samba moment to it, which sound, which just sounds great. So I'm not done with that. Uh, what else is there? Um, say, say, say you'll be there by the Spice Girls is our opener. Oh, and excellent. It's, and it's, it's very like songs of praisey though. <laughs> It's very Sons of Praise. It, it really is. It the, is. is it the trumpet? Is it going... The trumpet's doing it. It's how the trumpet sounds. I don't know. But, spot on. Yeah, spot yeah, on. Spot perfect. On. But it's just, it's it, the, the intro to it, because it's a very long intro for me to like, you know, enter on. People go, wow, my God, yeah. yeah. But it feels very Sons of Praise. I'm like, this is great. This is why we're in church right now. Um, yeah. Love so there's it. that one. What else is there? Oh, my God. Um... I think Respect by Aretha Franklin is another one oh, of my favourites as well. Just because it's just, it's just so funky. It's yeah. just like got that kind of funk vibe to it, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, another one um, is Outside by Michael... George, no, George Michael. Jesus, go for it. Michael oh, Jordan. Outside, yes, yes, outside. yes. Let's go outside. Yeah. I like because I because there's to me. Let's do Faith. I went oh because Faith. Faith is a great song. Obviously, it's a great song. But I always feel like every function band does Faith. Yeah, and I yeah. always think yeah, and it's a great and our one's very like again the arrangement is so like. Yeah, kind of like that. <laughs> it's very, uh, it's very, it's very like I don't know, honky tonky. Yeah, it's very strange. I was like, okay, cool. And I said to him, "Can we please do Outside by George Michael because yes. I love that song, um, and I just love the kind of disco. I love a girl disco vibe. Do you know oh, what I mean? yeah, girl camp disco vibe. So uh, we did that. That's probably one of my favorite ones. Just vocally, it just sits nice, and um, the arrangements really gorgeous. And again, the band sound amazing. Um, anytime I kind of suggest songs, I'm always like. Okay, what what could the band sound really really great on? Yeah, um, I just I just suggested um, "Look at Me" by 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 Ginger Jerry. Spice. Oh yeah, I'm oh. sorry, that is one of the best pop songs yeah. of, <laughs> and it's got the best middle eight in pop. With with the flumpet, oh. um, <laughs> uh, uh, some and she sounds like she smoked forty a day as well. Yeah, yeah, and I love it. For me, it's like look at me has the best middle eight in pop. If if you don't believe me, listen to it. And I'm gonna go to- back over that. I know the main hook. I've got there my at the beginning. Kept me. Okay. Yeah. Da, 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 da. But it's like sometimes I don't recognise. It's very kind of. Oh yeah. It's it's the best. I'm sorry. It's the best yeah. middle eight in pop. It really is <laughs> with the flumpet, which I thought was a real instrument, but apparently it's not. It's just the word. Word, apparently a flumpet is just a, a trumpet. trumpet. I thought a flumpet was a, tr- was a type of trumpet. Uh, <laughs> yes. I think there is something called a flumpet because you've got a flugelhorn okay. and you've got a trumpet. And I think that someone might have done like a flumpet. Oh, okay. Maybe it's a flugelhorn. You're thinking How of. does that sound? It's like a... <laughs> it's like a, it's like a mellower trumpet. Uh, Why do you do the two next to each other so we can compare? Trumpets them, compare like and yeah, yeah. Like a bit that. more brighter, isn't yeah. it? A bit brighter. F- uh, f- flugel is. Oh, well, like, like um, uh, <laughs> this is the podcast. Just, just, keep, just keep making just do yeah. different impressions. What yeah. should we get next? <laughs> Tuba next, please. Go on, yes. Oh, that's nice. That's yeah. oh, good. Yeah. I, I always feel like when, like, if a tuba comes on in like in like a, a soundtrack or something, it's the sound of someone just walking who's who's had a bit too much to eat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I often hear that sound when yeah. I'm walking. I'm hearing it right now. Like, I'm <laughs> hearing them like, oh god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about the Spice Girls. That their look is quite drag, draggy, isn't it? Like oh, Jerry, I don't want to be rude about I mean, them. Oh no, yeah. but, but like, Jerry, but especially that Jerry's look, like the, yeah. the flag and the yes, huge uh, heels, yeah, big, big hair, big heels, big hair, big boobs, big everything, yeah. big big message, big attitude, yeah, big big mouth. Do you know what I mean, it's just I think um, Spice Girls. Oh, Spice Girls are, are amazing. Yeah. I yeah. like Spice Girls are, again are another big inspiration for me. Just um, and I remember the first day I ever saw Wannabe. I remember the day. I remember. I remember the honestly like crazy. I was eleven years old. I imagined. I imagine. I remember the light coming through the curtains with these these grey curtains, and the light was actually seeping through. I remember watching Wannabe on the box. Do you remember yeah. the, bo- the box yeah. channel? Yeah. And I'm going. And I'm sat there going, "Oh my god, what is this?" Because you you never saw anything like that. Back in the nineties, no. it was all it was all like boy bands. If they were girl bands, they were really kind of like cool and really seductive. And you got these five girls who are 
absolutely just manic yeah. on there. Um, so I definitely think and, you're right, Spice the, Girls. The, the character names, like the, the, they had their names, the, 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 the singers, but yeah. they also had their sort of characters as well. Which only came from, from a, a magazine. Um, was it Smash Hits magazine? Oh, yeah. 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 And it was because the, um, the, the journalist apparently was like, oh, I can't, I can't remember the names. Um, that's, the, that's a scary one. She, she, she's young as the baby one. Yeah. There's a ginger one. And it all came out of that. And again, I remember the article. They, they had they had the Spice Girls heads uh, f- photoshopped on like spice jars. Yeah, and that and that was, and I remember it vividly because I remember buying it, going, "Oh my god, that's amazing, sporty spice." And then you, yeah. and then that way you kind of buy into the into the characters and oh, stuff. So totally. you are right. I think I, I I would I can't imagine one drag queen who would say the Spice Girls do not inspire me because mm. I'm, I'm pretty sure they they do. Hundred yeah. percent. Did you get those Spice Girls postcards that they had? Oh God! Do you remember well, those? Like, no. I, I, I was in the Spice Girls fan club. <laughs> Of course you were. I'm so jealous. I think you got something like when you bought the first single, which we yeah. all did, right? Um, I know. I, I remember I bought Say You'll Be There. That was my yeah. first single I bought, I think. Um, that was your gateway single. It was my yeah, <laughs> single. <laughs> gateway, yeah. uh, and, uh, but there was like a, a bit of paper in there. It was like, join the Spice Girls yeah. fan club. Mm. Sent off like with a pound or something. And then I guess I got something back. I can't remember. But there were these like collectible postcards. They were like photos. I oh. remember there was one of Victoria on the toilet. Yes. Oh my God. In, in a blue dress. Yeah. I think so. in the, I don't yeah, remember the I dress. Remember this, but I remember yeah. like, it was like taken like through a doorway and she was just sat, yeah, sat I've, on the I've, toilet. I've having a slash. Yeah. <laughs> hello, <laughs> hello, dears. We used to swap them in school. Like oh, we do we do football stickers. And, and, and we do stickers. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yo, like, I mean, talk about merch. Like proper merchandise they for a Oh, they knew how to do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they were great. They were great. I went to see that movie loads of times. I was at Wells at the time, and the, yeah, the yeah. Um, cinema was basically a shed in a car park. And I went at least three times, probably more. Isn't it the best worst movie ever? The best yeah. worst. It's yeah. the best worst movie ever. Like yeah. it's just so awful, but amazing. <laughs> yeah, it really just was. incredible. Yeah, they were great. Uh-huh. They, yeah, just get. They got. I think they got the tone right, didn't they? Like, yeah. It, it's, it's almost like a Muppets movie or something where you've got all these yeah. cameos people, but, but like, it's, yeah, it's stupid jokes. It's, there's no yeah. depth to it at all, but yeah. it's just And Richard E. Grant. Richard E. Grant. Richard yeah. E. Grant, yeah. Yep. <laughs> who, who is playing L- Loco Chanel in the Jamie movie. It's a full circle moment. Oh, well yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah, he looks great as well. He I looks guess. great, but he's perfect for it. Like, yeah. of course he is. He's perfect. I wondered if we could ask you a cheeky request. Now, you can say no to this completely. Oh, oh yes. But, and so, yeah, brace yourself. Because this is going to be our 50th episode oh, it's a big special episode thank for you for having me 50 my age yes <laughs> my age my last age. year yeah. um, <laughs> we were wondering if there'd be any way you'd sing happy birthday <gasps> to us oh my god absolutely um now i must warn you happy birthday is the you know you have that one song where like you just can't sing it it's like yeah you I, could sing a different one if you want i know we'll do happy birthday but like i always find that i i don't i i don't know what the key is yeah <laughs> i never know like well i feel like the the only person who can sing yeah. Happy Birthday is, is what's his face? Uh, Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Uh, what's yes. his face? It'll be like, what's his face? <laughs> what? Me? <laughs> but let's absolutely do it. Oh my God. Okay. So I'm sorry. S- talk about pressure. Okay. <laughs> and we're saying two, no, three in the bar. Yes. 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 Okay. Right. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm so nervous now. Okay. So. <laughs> okay. I'll do that. I'll put, I'm going to put my paper in front of my face. <laughs> right. Okay. So here's Happy Birthday for three in the bar. 
Happy 50th. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Happy birthday, dear three in a bar. Happy birthday to you. Hamza. Yay! Yay! There were some questionable notes, but we got it. We got it. No, no. <laughs> I need, I need the flump it with that as well. I need... There we go. There we go. Hey. Oh, brilliant! Thanks, Vinegar. What an yeah, excellent person. We had loads of fun, didn't we? We got got on like a house on fire. We hadn't yeah. before. No. She was impressed with the uh, cakes and the selection of things I'd laid out, which was always good. Yeah. Thanks to Richard <laughs> yeah. Turner for setting up the chat. And again, if you haven't already, go down to the link and book your tickets for the 17th of June. Vinegar Strokes and the Morning Afters, the Love Project. Yeah, it'll be a heck of a show, I think, you know. Get out there. If you're going to go back for a first gig out, go and see something big. And I think this will be, won't it? Yeah. Hey, so, um, so Seb, 50th episode and all, I want to ask you, what have the high points been for you? Whoa. This is going to be a challenge, isn't it? Wow. <laughs> What's, wow. Let me reach back into my brain. Go on. Well, my highlight wasn't one of the main episodes. Okay. It was the, the live episode we did. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Good. I agree. The one we did in December. Yeah. At Phil Donnelly's house mm. with uh, the Hop Hops, Anna Meredith, White Tail Falls, mm-hmm. Amy Bird. Who am yeah. I missing? Anyone else? Stilo String Quartet. Come oh, on. Oh, Stilo String Quartet. Come on. <laughs> it was Sorry. so good. And wasn't it? It felt like uh, the real culmination of a good year's work, didn't it? It was like, it was a yeah. lovely celebration. And I was so touching that everyone gave their time to come and do that. And we had a, it really felt like a Christmas party where obviously there wasn't a lot of partying going on at that time, was there? Um, no. But it was so yeah, fun. Yeah, we just snuck it in, in the middle of all the lockdowns. Yeah. A, just a brief window where we managed to get that gig on. It was such luck. Amazing achievement, I think. Yeah. And it was, oh, I was really pleased. So we're, hopefully we're going to do do something like that again soon yes for sure for sure oh yeah yeah. Mm. what about you any particular highlights well yeah that was a good one you've picked a good one there um i mean obviously speaking to hector rivera was a treat (laughs) that was lovely uh getting those first ones that was really fun and then oh i really liked it when we went down to see the ashtons in their garden because that was when we'd just gone back to seeing people all together outside again and it just it was so joyous they were so much fun so that was a real highlight yeah yeah that was really nice yeah yeah so uh we're sort of back doing more interviews in person now aren't we so we've done this week we've done three in your house (gasps) we have yeah two in your garden Mm. one one indoors because it was a bit bit rainy bit nippy yeah bit cold wasn't it yeah rubbish weather isn't it (laughs) anyway um so that's really nice. It's been Isn't nice it? seeing people in the flesh. It is better. It makes for a better interview. I don't know if you agree, listener, mm. uh, but we think we think it does. Definitely. Um, yeah. It's actually also easier to edit. Well, that it's is good. This is an interesting thing to, to mention. Yeah. I think because on, on Zoom, this is my theory, mm. on Zoom, people make all kinds of noises and they're like... I'm doing it you know, now. When someone's talking, mm. they'll be like... 
Yeah, exactly. Mm. Mm. Oh, oh, yeah, doing that noise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, but also just coughing and stuff. Yeah, well, they can cut that out when they do it. But in mm. the room, when you do it in person, that kind of doesn't happen. No, People exactly. You back off the microphone and things, don't you? A bit better, better behaved. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But also, you can kind of read people's body language, which is is obviously very helpful. Because sometimes, by yeah, assume you think, I don't know, you kind of back off things because I, I worry a little bit because you can't quite tell. You don't maybe go down any lines that might be even vaguely contentious. Not that we, you know, we're not heart hitting journalism or anything, but you know, maybe we'll go down that line. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you can read read things quicker. Mm. Um, maybe it's a different skill doing it in person. Yeah, I remember one I did we did the other day and asked a question, and by their body language, I kind of answered it. I was like, "Oh, yeah, do you do this? Oh, you, oh, you do." Uh, and they hadn't <laughs> even said anything. Like, yeah, in fact, they didn't I say anything you, for the whole hour. We just answered our own questions. That's right. <laughs> they sat in silence. <laughs> I think it's probably. It's having that confidence to just sit in the silence after you've asked that question and then not go. Totally. We've we've done 50 episodes, guys. We hadn't really done any interviewing. I hadn't done any interviewing before. None. None. We've learned a lot. I think we've got a little bit better. Oh, come on. Surely we have. I hope we have. Yeah. Surely we have. It's been great fun and like, it's, it's given us a purpose over this crazy time. It really has. Thanks for um, continuing, continuing, continuing to listen to us. Um, yeah. It's it's very heartening and it makes us keep going. So yeah. please don't now turn off after I've said that. Please, don't. <laughs> please listen. Uh, we've got and we've got loads booked in, loads more interviews. Mm-hmm. We're, we're getting right on it. We and are. I guess it'd be interesting as as the industry comes back to life. How. We will keep it. We'll keep it going. Obviously, that sounds like we're going to stop. How, how are we going to? Is this the way you're breaking it to, it to me? <laughs> yeah, and that's the end. And that's actually. it. <laughs> yeah. It's been great. I Goodbye. Can't, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> yes, your laughter cuts through <laughs> me to the core. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll keep I mean? them going. Try, how, yeah. how are we going to? You know, because if one of us is on tour, mm. one of us goes on holiday. Yeah. Someone's just really busy in London. Yeah. Like, how are we going to do it? But we'll, we'll work out a way. We'll work out these logistics. We'll get organised. Yeah, we will. We'll be ahead of the game. That's a thing. Don't you worry, listener. <laughs> We're on it. Thanks, listener, for, for sticking with us. I, I toast you all with pencils with magnets on the end. Cheers. Yeah. I can't Cheers. make a sound for that. Oh, it didn't work. I tried to ting. It's not happening. Uh, Anyway, though, we we need to go, don't we? Because I think you've got an Asda order that's just arrived. Yeah, I can hear him coming. (laughs) If you want to uh, listen to more vinegar, that we have more. There's uh, on the Patreon. We do go to the go to the Patreon link down somewhere, and uh, it's down below in the description of the podcast. That's where it is. Sign up three pounds fifty a month minimum. Yeah, come on. You get lots of bonuses, but you get a bonus uh, podcast feed as well as the inner warmth felt knowing that you're supporting us making this show. Oh, and that counts for an awful lot. Yeah. Yeah. there's a bit of extra vinegar if you're, if you're into vinegar. So <laughs> please do that now and uh, come back next week where we'll have another guest. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, we've got a lovely a... guest for you next week. Oh, we have, we have. Oh, that was lovely. In the garden, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh. Great. Have a lovely week. Yeah. Hope the weather gets warmer and you, you find more places to socialise with your friends, drink uh, alcoholic or non-alcoholic beer or wine yeah. or spirits <laughs> or, or coffee, tea. You're holding that cup uh, in such a real. jaunty way. I'm sorry, I must comment on that. <laughs> Just the so jauntiest, jauntiest teacup held, handheld position ever. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Bye. Bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.